Hi, everyone. This is Jenny G. Perry, and this is Addison Gab. I wanted to welcome my guest. And I get an eye rolling from my teenage daughter <laughs> as I hit record. Don't you love that? Just wait. You're going to experience that in about 17 years. <laughs> Working from home is fun. Um, so, Diva Logan, this is my guest. I want you to give them a little bit of a um, little intro to you. Tell them a little bit about you. Hi, everybody. My name is Diva Logan. I go by the Vixen Goddess, and I am a dating, sex, love, and relationship coach. I work with men and women, helping them change and embrace their love and sex lives and relationships in order to change their entire lives. Um, I am online. I'm on Facebook. Yeah, that's what I do. I, I am a sex-positive person that helps people understand and truly embrace who they are sexually and fully. Yeah. I love that. So what goddess are you? The Vixen goddess. Um, my oh, name I Diva, love that. My name Diva means the divine one, God or goddess. And um, I got the nickname Vixen from a friend. I was standing there looking at him and he looked at me and he was like, you're, you're a Vixen because you could make a man fall in love with you by just looking into his eyes. So that kind of stuck. And so that's where the Vixen Goddess came from. Oh my, I love it. Cause I call myself the self-love goddess. I love, God is like one of my favorite words because it's something where if you were to say to a woman, like you're a goddess, like I'll call other women goddesses. And it's like, to some of them, it's, it's, it takes them back. And it's like, well, why can't you be a goddess? Like, what do you have right. to do to become a goddess? Like that's something you just got to own. Mm -hmm. And then once you own it, um, you feel that the whole vibe of it. I just, uh, to me, I love that. Um, and so we are titling this because we started talking and we, we talked for an hour before the show. We weren't supposed to, but we just like, we could have talked for like six hours um, because we were just rolling. And that's what, to me, when you have two women that are very strong personalities, but are very open hearted, that's the flow there. Like there was no, um, there was no ego involved in our conversation. And I just love that. You know what I mean? Like we were just like, on a getting to know each other type of vibe. And that's, I love when I feel those connections with women because I know not everybody has those friendships. And that's actually the intention that I had with the show is that women say that we're driving around, picking up their kids from school, would be able to tune in and, and feel what it's like to have conscious conversations about different topics and not have it be one thing or another. Cause you girl, you and I talked about everything. Like we talked about yes, like we every subject we possibly could. And that, but to me, that's interesting. I don't want to just talk about the weather. I mean, that's so, it's so boring to me. But yes. the title of this episode is How to Be a Samantha. And so we have here the Vixen Goddess here, who she deals with love and sex and dating and how we're going to take you on a little bit of a journey to talk about sex in such a way where the, the um, second topic that we're going to talk about is how sex relates to money. And this is a biggie for you guys. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Samantha and we'll, then we'll move on to that uh, along with various other subjects. But so how can women that are say like they, you know, you and I talked about this. So we think that women secretly want to be a Samantha, right? Of course they do. Everyone wants to have really great, awesome sex. Like they may not admit it. They may not verbally say it, but it is constantly running in their mind of, wow, I would love to just have really great sex. I mean, who wouldn't? Oh my goodness. Yeah. And you know what she reminds me of is that like the newer version of like Alexis Carrington from Dynasty, like that woman who was just like, you know what I mean? Like that just that, like yeah. that diva, that woman who was just like, 
I want it and I'm going to have it, <laughs> like yeah. whether it was a man or a company. And they mm-hmm. wanted to feel like that where, you know, too many women fall into the people pleasing and, mm-hmm. and playing small and not wanting to be one of the things that I didn't want. It's actually been something new that I've been aware of is that whole idea of not wanting to be a bitch. Yeah. And, and what okay. that is like. And how, how fascinating that is that that will hold you back if you're afraid of being a bitch because you clearly define your boundaries, then what's going to happen is, is your boundaries are going to get constantly crossed and then you're going to resent everybody that you love. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not because what is secretly because you have no boundaries. Yes. Um, but so you said something about Carrie though. What do people want from Carrie? Oh, everybody, every woman wants to have that dream love that Carrie had with Big. Um, I have been blessed to have like the dream love, that like best friend relationship. And I've also been blessed to have that unapologetically open sex life. Um, And you can have both. You can have it all. You can have it with one person. You can have it separately. But you can literally have both the dream love and the dream sex life. But you just have to want it. You have to be able to open your mouth and say, this is what I want. This is what I want. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to have that. Of course, of course, within boundaries. Let's not go out and ruin people's lives here. But yes, you can have <laughs> I know, like a freight train. Well, so <clears throat> two things about Samantha that are coming up for me. So I want you to speak to the woman maybe that comes to you. And she's you know in the mid- Midwest and she's like, you know, she wears her leggings and her sweatshirt and she doesn't even know what that looks like to get a little Samantha in her life. And also she may like, let's say she, she is secretly Randy. She secretly, you know, has a lot of um, sexual energy, but she doesn't know how to, you know, how to really let that come out from the outside uh, or from the inside out. And then second question would be, you know, you and I are sexual women. So we are unapologetic about loving sex, but there are women that you know, we're supposed to, our sexual peak is supposed to be 40, but some women, they are just in this mode of mommy mode and like sex is the last thing that they even care about. Like their sex drive is low. So what would you say to them too? I would definitely say to those women, um, well, let's start with the woman who is Randy and she's just not quite sure where to um, start with her sexuality. She wants it and she knows she wants it, but she's just not She's just not sure where to start. Like, does she start at like Fifty Shades of Grey, or does she start at like? (laughs) And yeah, and she's and she's married. Let's say she's married. So their sex life is not what she'd want, but she's scared to even like be a Samantha. Well, first, first step is that she has to openly admit to herself, whether it's in a journal, whether it is to her husband, whether it is. Um, to a very, very close friend, whether it's to her therapist, if she has one of those, someone that she can feel safe and safe in order to open up to them and really truly speak her truth. Um, Because like, I mean, we've heard it all before in AA, the first step to recovery is admitting that you have a problem. The first step to changing anything is admit that you want to change it. This is what I want. So after that, my first step would be my first suggestion would be you have to start the foundation of feeling sexy. So I tell women all the time, my top five ways to begin, if you have no idea where to start, is to one, take time out to touch yourself. 
And I don't necessarily mean touching yourself in a sexual way as far as masturbation. I mean literally just touch yourself. Fall in love with your body. Whether once you jump out of the shower and you, of course, we have kids and, and many of us have busy work lives. So you get out of the shower and just take those five minutes when you're putting on your very special smell good lotion. Just take time out to literally touch your body, every part of your body outside of your vagina, of course, because you don't want to get perfume on your vagina, but um, <laughs> touching your arms and finding them beautiful and finding your breasts beautiful and your stomach and your hips. And if you have stretch marks, finding those beautiful too. Once you fall in love with your body, that's step number one. Step number two is find underwear that you feel sexy in and wear that regularly. Get rid of yes. all of course, we, we definitely have the period panties that are hold, have holes in them. But even, but even like for period panties, all my period panties are sexy panties. I have certain panties that are period panties, but they're sexy. I should not have to feel like a dump and a frump when I'm on my period. Yeah. So have, having sexy panties, even if they're just boy shorts that you wear when you're in your period, a boy, they don't have to be matching, but you have to feel sexy in your bras. That's step number two. Step number three is find a scent that you love. It doesn't matter if your husband likes it or not, or the man that you're dating likes it or not, you have to like it. When you smell it, you feel sexy. So Sephora has a wonderful selection. You can get little samples and try out a few before you decide to go ahead and make that purchase or whether you're into essential oils or whatever scent that whenever you smell yourself, you turn yourself on. You have to begin to fall in love with who you are. Step number four is the music. Have a sexy playlist that you listen to when it's just your time. Um, so whether that's a Pandora list that when you're working out, you listen to, or it can be upbeat, it can be slow, upbeat music, slow music, but that music playlist is going to constantly keep reaffirming this, I'm sexy, I'm beautiful, I'm powerful, I'm amazing, in your brain. And the fifth step, my suggestion, um, is to take time out for yourself. So whether that's taking a bath, whether that is going shopping, but it has to be you by yourself, just taking time for you and spending time with you yourself. So yeah, the, those are my five steps of how to begin to feel sexy when, when you have no idea where to start. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think that's for both ladies. Completely for both ladies. Mm -hmm. That's, um, that's, and to me, the music, you had me with the music because uh, to me, music has been my best friend my whole entire life. Like I remember listening to certain songs when I was a kid and I have this, like, you know, we have a memory to them and we mm -hmm. can get transported, but there's certain songs when I'll like, I'll, I'm like one of those types of people that I'll listen to a song like a hundred times because I'm like, I'm like making love with the song. Like I mm -hmm. love that when a song is just like taking me on this journey and you literally, you're like not making love to anybody in your car, but you're like, but this song is making love to me. Like, I yes. love that. And to me, that's, you know, that's, that's to me being sexy. It's not just, it's something you walk around with all the time. It's something mm -hmm. that you ooze. And it's also, I think the difference in like the Alexis Carrington and the Samantha is the lack of heart there. Like to me, the sexiest women are the ones that are also like, that have a good heart. 
And it doesn't mean that they will let somebody take advantage of them. Like, don't think that they're a pushover. They're just Mm -hmm. very loving. They're compassionate. But it's it's kind of like they're turned on to life. That's really what it is. And the other thing that I was going to say, and I lost my, okay, I almost lost my train of thought, but I got it, is that for me, in my 20s, I would, before I had found a passion for writing and then eventually with coaching, I was very um, angry, judgmental towards myself. I didn't love myself yet. So mm-hmm. in that space, because your vibe is low, if your vibe is low, then it's going to be hard for you to get in that space where you want to, you know, make love to anybody because you're like, your tank is so low, it yes. has to be overflowing for you to want to give it out. Mm-hmm. So one, cha- one thing that changed for me was that, you know, I was like, I was more like one more thing I had to do to like have sex with my husband, which sounds so terrible, but that's where I was when I was 27 years old. Like it was mm-hmm. not, um, it was, you know, in my twenties, it was not, um, always a big priority, but that was because it was like, if you're depleted, you think of it as one more thing that you have to give, yes. but it's like, dude, if you're not receiving, then there's a problem. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you should want to be in that space of, you know, I want to receive, I want to give and receive. So it should be a time where you're like, yeah, fill me up now. But mm-hmm. that's the difference though, in that some women are not receiving in their sex life. And that's yeah. a problem. If you're not receiving then you don't have that kind of that energy flowing back and forth, which is going to stagnate other areas of your marriage or your relationship. Whereas if you don't have that, you know, give and take there, that's an issue, major. And I I need, one thing specifically that I need women to fully understand about our male counterparts is they want you to ask. So, Sometimes you need to just say, baby, come eat my pussy because I'm horny. I need to bust the nut. Say it just like <laughs> Just like that. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Like, we're going we're gonna to have to make this R-rated, this, this podcast, but I absolutely love you because all the husbands are going to be like, hallelujah. Like, thank you. Thank you. But it's you funny have- because how many women like are afraid to be that way with their husband where they like have been with them for 20 years. Like if you can't say something to him, like you should be able to say whatever you want to him. And if he laughs at you, walk out the door. Right. And because he's not ashamed to ask you. I mean, Mm -hmm. granted, he knows that he may get that special downtown time on his birthday or Christmas or whatever but he's not afraid to ask in the middle of the night or as you go to bed or in the middle of the day why would you be afraid to ask for what you need I also tell Samantha Samantha would not be afraid to ask (laughs) one thing about Samantha is she always continuously maintained control of her orgasm she never required somebody to give her an orgasm she was going to get it whether you liked it or not so you have to understand that one orgasm or having an orgasm is so healthy for you it releases endorphins in your body it helps with pain it helps you lose weight it helps you feel beautiful it helps you glow it helps you release toxins from your body so you have to go after that orgasm if you don't know how to release all that tension you got to learn. It's healthy for you and you have to ask for it. You have to go after it. Sometimes you have to get into control. And I know many times in the bedroom, sometimes you want to give up control, but there are times where you have to get in control and ask for what you want. We ask for what we want at the grocery store. We ask for what we want in every, 
area of our lives as women, from our children, from our husbands, can you take the trash out? Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this, the other thing? We ask for it from teachers. We ask for things. You have to ask for this. This is not an area where you get to drop the ball. And I'm not saying you ask 24-7. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, and, and say, and say what ahead. feels good, like move this way or move that yes. way. Yes. Yes. Because he, he doesn't yes. know. He's not a mind reader. And even if you've been married for 20 years, our bodies shift and change. So what worked even last weekend may not work now. So you have to definitely have that open communication with your partner to be able to say, you know what, this is how I want it today. And I want to try this out and be able to laugh at it. None of us were born. With well, that's the thing is humor in the bedroom, I think, is is a, such an important part because it is not always going to be like movies. No. You know, it's no, not. Not at all. And what you said about the orgasm, I thought was really fascinating, too, because, like, I know for myself that I will try to stretch it as far as I can possibly stretch it where it'll go down to my toes and then come back up again. But then I literally will try to stretch it out my head as far as possible mm -hmm. before I then let go. And yeah. that's something where to some people, they might be like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but that's, mm -hmm. that's the way I know that I am in charge of my orgasm. I literally yeah. am. I can't expect somebody to do it. It's a deliberate focus. And if you don't know um, how to do that, maybe look up, you know, how to, or ask you, you know, like on having them, you know, try out what that feels like, because mm -hmm. that is like, when they say orgasmic, yeah, it's talking about like out of this world where you're like, yeah. I, where I've said to my husband after we've had sex, if, if everyone did what we just did, like there would be no war, like everybody would be like kumbaya in a circle, like yes. seriously. <laughs> right? And that's why, but, that's why I tell women it's so important to touch their own bodies because they need to know what that feels like. What that feels like, exactly. Well, I mean, when you hear like some of these that never had an orgasm, you're like, humana, humana, what? You're like, how is that possible? But it's, but it's a safety thing for, for women mm -hmm. to be able to let go. For men, yeah. it's not. It's not like, you know, for them, it's very easy for them to let go. For women, it, because it's an internal thing for us, even though the consortium mm -hmm. is on the outside, but it's an internal space that you're going into, like, we're protective of that. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think I had an orgasm with a man until I was with my husband because I didn't feel, you know, safe. I wanted to feel safe and um, let that guard down. Cause there's like, I feel like there's layers that you let down where you might let somebody in your physical space, but you're not letting them like, you know, mm -hmm. into your beingness. But this goes into our next question that I think is such a, um, such an important thing about how the sex and the money is the same type of energy of receiving. Right. Mm -hmm. And so how will their sex life impact their money? And you know, how do those two relate together? Well, it all goes back to the same thing. If you can't ask for it, if you don't know, of course, none of, not every one of us knows what, it like, what it's like to be a billionaire or a millionaire or have lots of money. But at the same time, you have to ask for it. You have to know that you're going in and this is what I want. And you have to admit it to yourself that that's what you want. The next step is, like I said, um, you have to ask for it. You have to open your mouth. You have to be willing to find it and go after it and say, this is, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm going for. And then take control of your choices. So just like choosing to say, I'm going to feel sexy and I'm going to make sure that sexy is my lifestyle. 
it's the same mentality and same steps when it comes to money of say, this is what I want and I'm going to take control of the steps in my life in order to get it. And then once I'm taking those steps, I'm opening it up to come to me. I'm opening up to take control of the orgasm. I'm opening up to receive it. Even if you're <clears throat> not necessarily with one partner and you're just a woman who is single and having sex, you, the, the steps are still the same. The opening is still the same. It's the exact same energy. It's the exact same process. Because if you're closed off, you're not going to receive an orgasm and you're not going to receive money either. And I'm not going to necessarily go into how to manifest money from while you're having an orgasm at the top of your orgasm. That's a totally different show. But it's the exact same process. It's the exact same turn off my mind and just know that it's coming, doing the work, enjoying the process. Yeah, it's all the same thing. It is. And it's worthiness, though. It's, yeah. it's also the worthiness factor. That's huge. Like, what are you, like, are you settling? Are you setting, sorry, are you settling, settling financially? Are you settling sexually? Like, are, are you worthy of more? Are you worthy for asking for more? And like you said, like, that's, that goes to like that this isn't working for me. Like, I want more. And in a way, like, weren't we taught as kids, like, you know, you're taught to like not ask for more. That's selfish. And it's like, yeah. no, that's where you need to up. You need to turn up your worthiness style because nobody else is going to give that, give you that worthiness. Right. Or saying I'm greedy because I'm asking for more. No, this is just what you want. Of course, there is a space of greed where you have like super so much that you can't take anymore. I feel like, of course, there's a separation between saying this is what I want. And of course, being greedy. And I feel like that goes into I'm willing to hurt somebody or be malicious in my dealings and what I'm going for. Yeah, be, That's when it turns into. Yeah, greed. like being out of integrity and what. Right. Yeah, like you'd want to make sure. And I think that for me, it's like when I look at like, you know, um, Richard Branson and people like that that have like their own mm -hmm. island. Did you ever see like that one time there was like a cribs or something? where like Mariah Carey was like chilling in his little island hut. And I'm like, and that's when you're like, why am I not there? Like, they would totally right. love us. Wouldn't they like, Mariah would totally yes. love us. He's actually having a documentary go like be on VH1. And I still have to watch it because she is so a Samantha. It's not even funny. Like mm -hmm. so unapologetic. Like if she wants to hang out in a bustier and like it's sparkly, I love that she just doesn't. And people would make fun of her, but I'm like, no, she's mm -hmm. like, she owns Diva. And she's like, yep, uh-huh, this is me. And she's freaking Mariah Carey. Yeah, like I love that. And the difference to me in like the, the greed. So when I look at like Richard Branson, like on his island and whatnot, he is in the space of play, which is that magnetic sexual creation energy. He's mm -hmm. in that space of that, like what other possibilities? So like you and I as entrepreneurs, we are in that space always of that, like what is more, what is the next step? Yes. But from a playful, not like a, you know, like sometimes with Gary Vee, I love him, but he's like all about the hustle. And I'm like, you mm -hmm. know what? I know a lot of women that hustle their asses and then there's a, there's a misalignment of energy there yeah. where their worthiness or whatever. But the, where I see where like Richard Branson, even though he has so much money, I'm sure he gives money away, but there's a gratitude that I feel, you know, mm -hmm. that, that comes off of him. And that's mm -hmm. that place of that, like, I'm so grateful for what I have. And yeah. in that way, it's not even about the dollar amount. It's about like, seriously, whoever's listening right now, like, can you be grateful for something? And we throw that around very, very easily. But it's like sometimes when things aren't great, 
that's when the gratitude's the hardest and the most powerful. Yes. I, I mean, I've, I've been in that place so many times in my life, kind of in that space right now where everything is falling apart and you're kind of like, you know what? I'm glad it did. Like, I'm so grateful that all of this has happened and I'm happy where I am now. And that's okay. Like, I'm really okay. And I have nothing to complain about. And let's just go have some fun. Like, Staying in that mindset continuously, not only will you have great sex, but you will have, you'll begin to see where the money starts to flow in. It may not be at the massive amounts that you want it to be right away, but as you continue to work that muscle out and over and over and over again and, and consistent in staying in that energy space, Oh, then the doors just open and, and the floodgates come pouring in. And because you're having fun, you're not stressed out about anything. Yeah. And you can't have really good sex either. Like you have to be having fun. Oh my God. Yeah. And you know what I'm thinking about when talking about your name with gods and goddesses is there was like this yoga, um, like, um, it was a, uh, all my cable, like on demand workouts, but it was not like a workout. It was more like a, I don't know, like a yoga thing, but you, you just kind of did movements and one was Cali and one was Ganesh. And it's like, that's the energy I'm feeling from you right now with like this, like destroying energy of that, like clearing that way, almost like, because when things are falling apart, that's when we're like, oh my God, what the hell is going on? I don't know the next step. I don't know why this is happening. You know, and, and sometimes I can freak out about silly things because, you know, I'm, because I don't know the next step instead of reminding myself. I'm in this major space of reminding myself that the universe always has my back. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading that book by Gabby Bernstein right now simultaneously with her May Cause Miracles, which the May Cause Miracles is like a daily practice for 40 days, which has been, I've been so raw at times mm-hmm. because being honest with yourself is both liberating and terrifying. Because yeah. you're like, oh my God, this fear just came up. And I'm like, I, where, why is this here now? And really taking a look at it. And this is where personal development, whether it's working on your sexual life or whether your money life or, or just whatever it is, it, mm-hmm. it can be very scary because it's on the other side of it is, is unknown. But yeah. that's where your spiritual part needs to come in, where the universe does have your, have your back. It's, you and I were talking privately before about how there's certain time periods in our lives where when we look back, we're like, oh shit, the universe really did have our back and we had yes. no idea at the time. <laughs> right? Yeah. And you and I, you're and it almost seems like magic then where you're like, Yeah, it was magic. I just didn't see it. Exactly. Because you never I mean, think about it this way. When we're children, you and I are both moms. Kids don't realize that when we make them eat their vegetables or make them go to sleep or make them take a bath make them take their vitamins, make them take a nap. They don't understand why we're doing it when we're doing it until they reach our age and they're like, oh my gosh, I would love to take a nap right now. Like I need a nap. (laughs) I'm cranky and I need a nap right now. But they don't understand that magic beforehand. They don't understand the why in that space until they're on the other side. Agreed. I know. And, And they also... They, they just know everything's going to work out. Yes. Yes. Like, it's going to be okay. Mommy's got it. Mommy's got it. Dad's got it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, oh. But they don't repress their feelings, though. And that's something that, we, that we've yeah. learned. Like, 
you know, like sometimes we want to throw temper tantrums like our two-year-olds, but, you know, where sometimes you need to have that expression, whether it's to a friend or whether it's to like writing in a journal. And what I always say is that like, if you have conscious girlfriends like you and I, where it's like, you want to call them up and say, listen, I need to process something. And I might sound like an asshole for a minute, but on the other side, I want to get some clarity. I mm-hmm. do advise, because I do really vibe with the law of attraction where what you focus on, you create more of, but you mm-hmm. have to be real about where you're at and not try to bypassing. Yes. But yes. so if you go to your go-to, like you can go to two people about an issue. If you go beyond two people, now you're just creating negative energy and in that yep. victim and problem, you're committed to your problem, not to, to the solution. But mm-hmm. that's the way of us being like childlike where they're free. And on the other mm-hmm. side of that temper tantrum, they're like, okay, I'm over that. I don't know what you're doing. Like, right. you know, they don't hold on to it. They are over it. And they don't hold all that in their body, which can cause mm-hmm. illness, obviously, and, and energy being backed up. So yeah. what I want you to do is I want you to tell them how they can find out more about you and your programs and all your yumminess and what your website okay. is. Well, my website is divalogan.com. That's D-E-V-A Logan, all one word, dot com. You can find me on Facebook, um, my personal page, and my biz page, Diva Logan, the Vixen Goddess. Um, I have two Facebook groups, the God Code and the Vixen Goddess group for women. Um, I'm usually all over Facebook all the time, posting random things that are X-rated. Well, not X-rated. I try not to do much of that anymore. People are like furiously typing in your name right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do. Um, And um, yeah, that's how you can find me. I am, will be starting some very special things. I'll be starting my own podcast coming up here soon. Um, That's an idea that came from a friend of mine this past weekend. Oh girl, you need one for damn sure. And I want to be on (laughs) it. just, Just saying, just saying. And make sure you add me to your Facebook groups because I love I new little places to play. And you got to come in my Facebook group, which is just for women. And it's called Self-Love and Sass. I'll add mm-hmm. you to it um, because oh, I think so the women would, would be empowered by you. And I'm like, I just feel like it's always about like expansion. So it's yes. like I come in your group, you come in my group. And it's mm-hmm. just like there's more of that goodness to go around. And we teach women that there is no competition. There's not right. just a certain amount of limited amount of pretty to go around or sexuality or, you know, vixen energy. Like it's more than, more than enough for all of us. And the more women that get activated by this, it also impacts their children and their mm-hmm. husbands or their partners or whatever, and men on the planet. And so it's like kind of an awakening the way I see it. I look like, I look at it as dating. Cause I am, I'm, I'm currently a single woman, but I've been married, divorced all over the place, but I date. And I date a lot. <clears throat> and I feel like it's like dating. Just because I think you're cool and I resonate with your message doesn't mean that I need to be in a relationship with you and work with you. But that doesn't mean that I won't be happy for you if you meet somebody else that you really, <laughs> really click with. <laughs> you know? So, I love that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel the same way I- in business which is beautiful. Yeah. Because you're not going to always vibe with everybody because that's just like, there's, you know, totally different flavors, like completely. Mm -hmm. Um, But so we'll definitely have to come, have you come back for the manifesting through orgasm. Cause I think that's it. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I think that's a fun, juicy topic. And then also I think we should come back and you talk about dating and your dating life right now. That would be a super fun, yummy thing for you to talk about. Um, 
Matilda, I wanted to just thank you. I had a blast with you today. I really, I love how we instantly connected and that mama, that mama energy and that liberated mama energy. I want to, uh, you know, or liberated woman. I want to just spread that out to all of you guys and you crack me up. And I love that. I love that you're unapologetic. More women need to feel like they can be in that unapologetic space. So if you guys want to find out more um, about me, you can go to JennyGPerry.com. That's my website or on, you know, on Facebook and everywhere. Just, just like you're saying, taking over the world, world domination, victim yeah. style, right? Exactly. Um, exactly. So catch us there and find her Facebook group, find my Facebook group and let's play. Okay. Everyone have a wonderful day and stay tuned for the next episode.